So I'm sat here today with Bob Ball, and he recently entered into the Sunday Times Rich List at number 88. He is the CEO of Royal Life. The chairman now. The, the chairman of Royal Life, <laughs> yeah. and he's welcomed us in today into his beautiful home. So, Bob, thank you very much for having us here today. It's lovely to see you. Lovely yeah, to see you. it's a pleasure, yeah. pleasure to meet you, and I've been very, very excited about this. No, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we, uh, yeah, it's been interesting to meet you. You know, we've we've um, followed points of your career, mm -hmm. and you know, through uh, sort of people we know, it's uh, it's finally nice to get you on the sofa and that, and have a. A chat to you, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, thank you for coming today. I Excellent. It. No problem. So, when you went into the Sunday Times Rich List, was that a big moment in your life? Is that a big achievement for you? How did that feel? Did you know it was going to happen? Were you aiming for it? It, it was. It was a point of uh, my life that it, it came. It came about. Um, we were proud of it, um, not from a materialistic standpoint. Mm -hmm. It was just a milestone. It was yep. something that we took it as an achievement, and um, yeah, it uh, it was. I don't know if the words are right when I say it to you. To be honest, it was a bit surreal. Mm -hmm. It's like you look at the magazine, and it's like, well, hang on a minute, that's me. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Who am I? You know, that's yep. that's the thing. And I don't say that in any in any way. Um, I value myself um, as in a person and my morals, mm -hmm. but when you see something like that, it was uh, it took me back a bit, and the, and the family were kind of laughing over it, and it had you know positive vibes out there in the world, and it had negative, mm -hmm. you know, um, for those that you know don't don't see things the same as us. But yeah, it was uh, it, it was something that I'm I'm proud of it, and 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 you know, um, yeah, well, I, we. Yeah, we, we were very happy to, to, to see it. It's something that we'll, we'll never forget, I suppose, you know? Amazing, good stuff. And, you know, it's a very um, big achievement, so you should be very proud of it. So congratulations on that. Um, do you chase those type of accolades in your career? Are you, are you, uh, do you hunt down the number one spot? Is that something that drives you every day to kind of be number one and be the best? For, for, for me, uh, the the... The number one point wasn't really. It was. It was for for something that you know uh, we put a lot of time and effort into mm -hmm. into the business, yep. and it was um, for for certain awareness out there in uh, the city and across the world. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as a, as a businessman, pre predominantly these days, I I, I sit as a a shareholder in a business, mm -hmm. so it's an investment to me. Yeah. What what we do, um, but. You know, it, it, it came about so many times. Um, this is my dog, sorry. That's good for the podcast. Yeah, mix it yeah. up a little bit. Um, <laughs> she's going she's gonna to be very She's going to take out the oh, cameras now. Hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. So anyway, it's, um, it's nice to know this wasn't rehearsed anyway. That's, yeah, cool. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. I don't really hunt down a, a, a number one position. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for for me, I love what we've achieved as a business and a family. Mm -hmm. um, there's a big team involved with it. This was just something that come around, and you know, there's a certain amount of awareness of it, mm -hmm. and we took that as, you know, the first step to making people aware of our business yeah, and what we've yeah. got. Um, and then, you know, the awareness of that will will come out now over the next five years and mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're happy we don't we don't i don't do anything on social media mm -hmm. i have a linkedin account but other than that my friend 
Um, you, you won't. So is this yeah. an exclusive then? The first podcast of Bob yeah. Ball. Yeah, this is an exclusive. Hopefully, yeah. many more to come. Fantastic. Yeah, well, it. thank you very much for yeah. the privilege. Yeah. So, um, you know, you and me both know success doesn't go in a straight line. And mm. I was reading an article from once upon a time when it says you were with your sons and you're in KFC and you tried to pay and you weren't able to pay for the food. And, um, you know, that was a, probably a low point in your life. And then fast forward a few years later, you were able to go on and create um, this big empire. Could you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that moment, how that came about and how you were well, able to well, turn it around? What, what, what that was, and, and it's important, like for everybody that sort of watches this, um, I want to attract friendship yep. or people that pay, you know, would respect me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, 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 we can't all of us walk in the same pair of shoes, mm -hmm. you know, but if you were with me on that day mm -hmm. while we're on your podcast, yep. I'll walk you through it. Um, I'd have been made bankrupt mm -hmm. from, um, you know, a, 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 a basically a, a business uh, that, you know, we, we were, we were in business with someone else <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I won't go into it so, mm -hmm. so long, but we had an impasse with a business partner yeah. and it drove me into bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the greatest lessons of my life came from that, yeah. but you know, it all sounds great now, but I didn't know how bankruptcy worked mm -hmm. and what it was is, uh, it was normal. I had a little boy. Mm -hmm. um, he was in a pram. He's 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 like I don't know six months old. Yeah. Um, you said you you've got a lovely little boy, mm -hmm. and um, I had him in the pram, and I had my older son. And you know, if I'm honest, I think my oldest son was about eleven years old. Mm -hmm. And it's not the greatest story in the world, but I just love people to be alongside of me mm -hmm. when I talk about it. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I I had the card, and I didn't understand um, that. Like they'd freeze your bank or yeah. they'd change everything. I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. I'll be, I'll be completely honest mm -hmm. with you. But when I went to pay for the food, the card was declined. And I had a credit card with Lloyd's Bank mm -hmm. and I had a debit card, which we're yep. all used to. And I put the cards across and it's declined, declined. And I'm like, pretty sure there's some money in there. I don't know what's going on. And I did say to my little boy, and it, you know, um, Bobby, his name yep. is, he's now nearly 20 years of age. Yep. I said, have you got any money, son? <laughs> and yeah, you know, it, it, we had it and, and just so we're clear for the record. Yeah. I had enough to eat. My two kids had enough to yep. eat. Um, you know, my little boy was on a bottles at the time, Yeah, but it was, it wasn't that that's the point. I'm sorry to go on about no, it. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I understand it. I was worried over it. Mm -hmm. So I went to the hole in the wall and it took my card. Mm -hmm. Then I went into the bank and then the bank lady took my card. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's because you're bankrupt. It, it was a low point. It was mm -hmm. a genuine low point in my life. I, I, I didn't like it because I thought, well, you know, how am I going to support my little boy or, mm -hmm. or my big boy for, yeah. for that? You know, sorry for the phrasing, you know, I'm, uh, but, and it was a bad day. Mm -hmm. And I can remember going home. I didn't feel right. And I was worried about my kids. And, you know, my son and my father, I can remember, like, I rang my father at the time and, uh, he, he said to me, he said, son, he said, they can take everything away from you, he said, in this world. He said, but they can't take your know-how away. Mm -hmm. He said, and that's, you know, and it, and it struck a chord in me. You're asking about, mm -hmm. you know, where it was. And to, to be fair, I, I got, is it the right word, my friend, when you say, like, you get evil with yourself? Yep. I, I, I got quite angry with myself. Mm -hmm. 
and it caused driving focus. Yeah. And I understood like planning permissions, how to get planning permissions and do stuff. And that's kind of, you know, we, we, we set to such a fast pace mm -hmm. with the help of my father, mm -hmm. pure help of my father. We, we you know, he, he came out of retirement. Um, you know, he pledged certain assets that he already owned. Mm -hmm. it, we, we created a smaller group of assets. Um, but when I say that, we, we collectively, me and my father, we, we never had a great deal of money. We mm -hmm. didn't. It's not like someone said it's millions and millions. It's like there's a press release um, that says, you know, father come out of retirement and put nine million in. We didn't mm -hmm. do that. We used that. We, we, we had no money, me mm -hmm. and my father. What we did is we we optioned up some land, like when yep. you go out and you pay for options. And we changed certain planning permissions on this land mm -hmm. over a period of six months. We created the value. Father went to the bank. Um, I assisted with all these things. And that's how we started. And we took that, that business, uh, December um, the 8th, um, 2015. Um, remember that date. It's, it's sort of burned in, in our brain. Um, and I hope people take merit from this and, and understand we're humble people. We genuinely didn't have anything. And it's all right when people say, you know, what they got gave this or they got give. We didn't get give anything. Mm -hmm. We used our knowledge and my father's education. I left school when I was 11. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we took the, the business forward. And, you know, over a period of, say, five years, because we've had COVID in the middle, we, we created a four billion pound business. And, wow. you know, we're, we're proud of that. But I just need people to know all the way through this is that we, we really didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we fell behind on mortgage payments. We had issues with cash flows. Um, you know, we, we really were on, what do you call it? Borderline. Mm -hmm. And you know, nobody believed in us. Mm. Nobody believed in, people will believe in you, my friend, when mm -hmm. you've got money. Yeah. And when you're a success, people will throw money at you. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to get on in life, you know, the first people to come to the table to invest in you are what I call true believers. Mm -hmm. And we had some true believers, true investors. Um, Sarah's here, um, and that uh, she, she might have some biscuits for you. Yeah. Oh, lovely, thank you very yeah. much. Um, oh, lovely! Uh, thank you, thank you, babe. Um, so, 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 so for me, um, the the journey from the beginning mm -hmm. has been through some true believers, and I yep. and and forgive me, everybody, if if you're listening to me, I I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. This is your world, yeah. God bless you. But mm -hmm. um, we have like Quick Move Properties. Mm -hmm. um, they're like the biggest part exchange provider. They invested like a million into us. Very early stages of our mm -hmm. business yeah like you know because they could see it they could mm -hmm. see what we were doing with brand new bungalows uh we had no competition they were all mm -hmm. brand new communities so it's like me and you going in and we could see that there was a, a great business to to be had there because my friend in in this world and and forgive me um but but i want you to understand it is like for me we're, we're not caravan park operators new bungalows uh last year only 900 were sold. Mm -hmm. That will probably shock you. Mm -hmm. You'll probably think, what, 900 bungalows? Like, mm -hmm. are you for real? The demand is about 30,000. Yeah. So what we do is we, we sell park-home bungalows, mm -hmm. brand new park-home modular build. But they're all new, um, you know, virgin sites, like new sites. Yeah. So all of the homes are brand new, new roads, new street lights, new communities, uh, indoor pool, outdoor pool. And... Um, nice. 
it's just something that is new and fresh mm -hmm. and the demand is there and that's how the business grew so fast so there's 900 new builds like, yeah, like brick and mortar ones yeah, you got but it. there's a 30,000 demand what are you filling in we, what is we, your business we, we, filling? we are um uh, from this year yeah um we we'll probably hit the milestone of about a thousand well wow. um and we have the ability to feed up to feed the sector mm -hmm. um, for up to 5,000. Wow. Um, Royal Life was a name that was created when we started. Um, people used to say to us, um, sounds like a big insurance house. Mm -hmm. And my father used to say, he said, well, it needs to. It needs to be a big name because we're going to be the biggest bungalow provider in the UK. Forgetting us now, mm -hmm. reversing back from Bob Ball or mm -hmm. my father or any of that, Royal Life is... Um, is 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 the UK's biggest bungalow provider. That's what we're mm -hmm. proud of. That that's nice. what we are. But please, can I say, like, because other people will listen to this podcast, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, mm -hmm. and so many of my team make that happen. Mm -hmm. And whether the team is funders, business partners, you know, people that you know um, pay the bills on a monthly basis, without them, there is no royal life. Mm -hmm. But um, and I, and I'm sorry to put that in so early when yeah. you come to see me. But it really is, it really is. And, and what we've got is something so special because we don't have any competitors. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that can replicate what we do. Nice. Um, and that, that's fantastic for us. You Amazing. Know? So we've, we've, we've created a, a four billion pound business. Um, we're in the process of restructuring this mm -hmm. business at the minute. Um, you know, we're, we're hopefully um, selling part of this business to, mm -hmm. what do you call it, bigger, bigger corporate bodies yep. to take this business Forward for the next decade, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they're some of the biggest funds in the world. Nice. But it gives the business stability, yep. and it's durable through these turbulent times. What we yep. see now, um, and it's the right thing to do. And I, th I think we probably do that by the end of November. Yeah, and um, we're excited about it. But it, it should just grow, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but yeah, we we've created the biggest bungalow provider in the UK. We sit along persimmons and bovisomes. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a balance sheet, thank God, um, that's the same size as them, wow. um, which, again, we can be proud of it, but it's true. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it, it's, you know, I have other friends that can say things can be tested. Mm -hmm. it, it isn't about testing it. it it's just there. It's, yeah. you know, and we sit alongside of them. But you said about the social media channels. People are just not aware of us. Yeah. They, they're just simply not aware of us. Some people don't want to live in a park home because it's modular built, mm -hmm. but American uh, housing, and you know, like modular built housing in the UK, it's starting to you know yeah, get traction. Popular, yeah. Germany, it's mm -hmm. all modular built, but yeah. the thing of it is for us, once people accept the modular build, accept that their money is safe mm -hmm. in these new homes, and it's a new community, it's a perfect way of life. Mm -hmm. They come in, they sell their house, they buy a new home, yeah. um, and you know they're in a community of like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, forgive me, my friend. You need to ask me the question because because I'll go on about it forever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I want to get some of the story. Well, well, so well, you've well, given I, me so much value and some good points to I, go um, back to. Well, 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 if we're not rehearsing it, and yeah. and, and you'll cut this and, and 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 do it anyway. But my friend, let me let me say this right. When we go to every area, so mm -hmm. let's just say we go to Peterborough, where you're yeah. from. When we land there, mm -hmm. we put a brand new community in. Yeah, but we don't just do that. So if you imagine people that you know from mm -hmm. where you're from, 
they have a house and it's 400,000. It's a yeah. lot of money, 400,000. I get it, yeah. Whatever price it is. Normally, at a certain age in the United Kingdom, which we should all be proud about being British, mm-hmm. is people in the UK own their own home. They yeah. really do at a certain age. Not like In America, they don't. In Germany, they definitely don't. You know, I'm just picking areas in the world here. But what we really do, and, you know, we may not have a lot of money in the bank, but we own our home. It's a lot of we equity time. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is now we have inflation mm. and now we have interest rate rise. And we, it, it's called, um, I call it economic shifts. It's definitely not shifted in the right way for any mm. of us. You, me, any of us. But when we land in that area, you've got a brand new bungalow. But we also, through Quick Move Properties, which is a, a partner of ours, um, we take the house in part exchange. So we'll yep. give you market value for your house. It can be tested. There's no, what do you call it? There's no, there's no fuss in it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's real. Yeah. Yep. Um, three people value the house, local estate agents. We pick a middle value. We go back to the customer who wants to buy the new bungalow. And we say, right, you know, your new home is 250. Your house is 400. These are examples. Mm-hmm. We give them 150,000 and they move into their new home if it was 250. That's it. There's no surprises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, oh, this is a surprise fee or that. So what you're doing is you're, you know, royal life, that's where it's fantastic. And, and you know, um, I, th- this is a kind of advertisement. This is not about me now. This is me mm-hmm. advertising something that, mm-hmm. you know, royal life does. But you, what you're doing is you, when we go to Peterborough, we're doing a brand new home, mm-hmm. an equity release. Yeah, there's no competition. Yeah, it's brand new. The home is warranted for twelve years, so people can be more uh, cautious on what they're spending mm-hmm. because they can plan it out. If a home's got a twelve-year warranty, they know there's yeah. not going to have any problems, um, and it really does work. And for me, we're also a bungalow provider. You can't buy an apartment. You know Peterborough, and I'm sorry to use an area from where you're from, yeah. but let's just say it was round here. Mm-hmm. You know, where I live, I live between Southampton and Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy uh, an apartment, you can't buy nothing for 250 grand. Yeah. And what I'm offering, or should I say Royal Life is offering um, these days, is they're offering uh, a bungalow, uh, forgive me, but your own driveway, yeah. your own garden, your own shed, um, Makes perfect uh, sense, electric yeah. charging points for electric cars, eco-friendly, Mm-hmm. everything's there you know and as as these new estates is established you know i'm 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 super excited um i'm not supercharged on coffee yet so don't worry <laughs> um but i'm super excited because it, it just doesn't have any competition it's like yeah. going to a shop and it's the only thing on the shelf mm-hmm. you know like you're gonna buy it because of what it is and the awareness with you today, I, I, I like people to get to know me. I, I definitely want more friends. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to upset anybody. But, you know, it's nice to talk to you mm-hmm. and explain it. But the business is an amazing thing. Yeah.
So I'm sat here today with Bob Ball and he recently entered into the Sunday Times Rich List at number 88. He is the CEO of Royal Life. The chairman now. The, the chairman <laughs> of Royal Life. Yeah. And he's welcomed us in today into his beautiful home. So Bob, thank you very much for having us here today. It's lovely to see you. Lovely yeah, to see you. It's a pleasure, yeah. pleasure to meet you. And I've been very, very excited about this. No, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we, uh, yeah, it's been interesting to meet you. You know, we've we've um, followed points of your career, and mm -hmm. you know, through uh, sort of people we know, it's uh, it's finally nice to get you on the sofa and that, and have a, a chat to you. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, thank you for coming today. I appreciate Excellent. it. No problem. So, when you went into the Sunday Times Rich List, was that a big moment in your life? Is that a big achievement for you? How did that feel? Did you know it was going to happen? Were you aiming for it? It, it was. It was a point of. Uh, my life that it it came it came about um we were proud of it um not from a materialistic standpoint mm -hmm. it was just a milestone it was yep. something that we took it as an achievement and um yeah it uh, it was i don't know if the words are right when i say it to you to be honest it was a bit surreal mm -hmm. it's like you look at the magazine and it's like well hang on a minute that's me yep. you know what i mean <laughs> who am i you know that's yep. that's the thing and I don't say that in any in any way. Um, I value myself um, as in a person and my morals. Mm -hmm. But when you see someone like that, it was uh, it took me back a bit, and the, and the family were kind of laughing over it, and it had you know positive vibes out there in the world, and it had negative, mm -hmm. you know, um, for those that you know don't don't see things the same as us. But yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was something that I'm I'm proud of it, and 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 you know. Um, yeah, well, I, we, yeah, we we were very happy to 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 see it. It's something that we'll, we'll never forget, I suppose. You know, amazing, good stuff, and you know, it's a very um, big achievement. So you should be very proud of it. So congratulations on that. Um, do you chase those type of accolades in your career? Are you are you uh, do you hunt down the number one spot? Is that something that drives you every day to kind of be number one and be the best? For 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 me, uh, the 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 number one point wasn't really, it was, it was for, for something that, you know, uh, we put a lot of time and effort into, mm -hmm. into the business and yep. it was, um, for, for certain awareness out there in, uh, the city and across the world, mm -hmm. um, you know, as a, as a businessman, pre predominantly these days, I, I, I sit as a, a shareholder in a business. Mm -hmm. So it's an investment to me, yep. what, what we do. Um, but, you know, it, it, it came about so many times. Um, this is my dog, sorry. That's good for the podcast. Yeah, mix it yeah. up a little bit. Um, <laughs> she's going she's gonna to be very She's going to take out the oh, cameras now. Hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. So anyway, it's, um, it's nice to know this wasn't rehearsed anyway. That's yeah, cool. that's good, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Well, I don't really hunt down a number one position. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for for me, I love what we've achieved as a business and a family. Mm -hmm. um, there's a big team involved with it. This was just something that come around, and you know, there's a certain amount of awareness of it, mm -hmm. and we took that as, you know, the first step to making people aware of our business yeah, and what we've yeah. got. Um, and then, you know, the awareness of that will will come out now over the next five years and mm -hmm. yeah yeah we're happy we don't we don't i don't do anything on social media mm -hmm. i have a linkedin account but other than that my friend 
um, you, you won't. So is this yeah. an exclusive then? The first podcast of Bob yeah. Ball. Yeah, this is an exclusive. Hopefully, yeah. many more to come. Fantastic. Yeah, well, it. thank you very much for yeah. the privilege. Yeah. So, um, you know, you and me both know success doesn't go in a straight line. And mm. I was reading an article from Once Upon a Time when it says you were with your sons and you're in KFC and you tried to pay and you weren't able to pay for the food. And, um, you know, that was a, probably a low point in your life. And then fast forward a few years later, you were able to go on and create um, this big empire. Could you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that moment, how that came about and how you were well, able to well, turn it around? What, what, what that was, and, and it's important, like for everybody that sort of watches this, um, I want to attract friendship yep. or people that pay, you know, would respect me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, 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 we can't all of us walk in the same pair of shoes, mm -hmm. you know, but if you were with me on that day mm -hmm. while we're on your podcast, yep. I'll walk you through it. Um, I'd have been made bankrupt mm -hmm. from, um, you know, a, 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 a basically a, a business uh, that, you know, we, we were we were in business with someone else, <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I I won't go into it so, mm -hmm. so long, but we had an impasse with a business partner, yeah, and it drove me into bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. um, some of the greatest lessons of my life came from that, yeah. But you know, it all sounds great now, but I didn't know how bankruptcy worked, mm -hmm. and what it was is uh, it was normal. I had a little boy. Mm -hmm. um, he was in a pram. He's 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 like I don't know six months old. Yeah. Um, you said you you've got a lovely little boy, mm -hmm. and um, I had him in the pram, and I had my older son. And you know, if I'm honest, I think my oldest son was about eleven years old. Mm -hmm. And it's not the greatest story in the world, but I just love people to be alongside of me mm -hmm. when I talk about it. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I I had the card, and I didn't understand um, that. Like they'd freeze your bank, or yeah. they'd change everything. I didn't have a lot of money in the bank. I'll be, I'll be completely honest mm -hmm. with you. But when I went to pay for the food, the card was declined, and I had a credit card with Lloyd's Bank, mm -hmm. and I had a debit card, which we yep. all used to. And I put the cards across, and it's declined, declined. And I'm like, pretty sure there's some money in there. I don't know what's going on. And I did say to my little boy, and it, you know, um, Bobby, his name yep. is, he's now nearly 20 years of age. Yeah. I said, Have you got any money, son? <laughs> and yeah, you know, it, it, we had it and, and just so we're clear for the record. Yeah. I had enough to eat. My two kids had enough to yep. eat. Um, you know, my little boy was on a bottles at the time, Yeah, but it was, it wasn't that that's the point. I'm sorry to go on about no, it. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I understand it. I was worried over it. Mm -hmm. So I went to the hole in the wall and it took my card. Mm -hmm. Then I went into the bank and then the bank lady took my card. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's because you're bankrupt. It, it was a low point. It was mm -hmm. a genuine low point in my life. I, I, I didn't like it because I thought, well, you know, how am I going to support my little boy or, or my big boy for, yeah. for that? You know, sorry for the phrasing, you know, I'm, uh, but, and it was a bad day. Mm -hmm. And I can remember going home. I didn't feel right. And I was worried about my kids. And, you know, my son and my father, I can remember, like, I rang my father at the time and, uh, he, he said to me, he said, son, he said, they can take everything away from you, he said, in this world. He said, but they can't take your know-how away. Mm -hmm. He said, and that's, you know, and it, and it struck a chord in me. You're asking about, mm -hmm. you know, where it was. And to, to be fair, I, I got, is it the right word, my friend, when you say, like, you get evil with yourself? Yep. I, I, I got quite angry with myself. Mm -hmm. 
and it caused driving focus. Yeah. And I understood like planning permissions, how to get planning permissions and do stuff. And that's kind of, you know, we, we, we set to such a fast pace mm -hmm. with the help of my father, mm -hmm. pure help of my father. We, we you know, he, he came out of retirement. Um, you know, he pledged certain assets that he already owned. Mm -hmm. it, we, we created a smaller group of assets. Um, but when I say that, we, we collectively, me and my father, we, we never had a great deal of money. Mm -hmm. We didn't. It's not like someone said it's millions and millions. It's like there's a press release um, that says, you know, father come out of retirement and put nine million in. We didn't mm -hmm. do that. We used that. We, we, we had no money, me mm -hmm. and my father. What we did is we we optioned up some land, like when yep. you go out and you pay for options, and we changed certain planning permissions on this land mm -hmm. over a period of six months. We created the value. Father went to the bank. Um, I assisted with all these things, and that's how we started. And we took that, that business, uh, December um, the 8th, um, 2015, um, remember that date is it's sort of burned in, in our brain um, and I hope people take merit from this and, and understand we're humble people we genuinely didn't have anything and it's alright when people say you know what they got give this or they got give we didn't get give anything mm -hmm. we used our knowledge and my father's education I left school when I was 11 mm -hmm. you know um, we took the the business forward and you know over a period of say Five years because we've had COVID in the middle, we we created a four billion pound business, and wow. you know we're we're proud of that. But I just need people to know all the way through this is that we we really didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. You know we we fell behind on mortgage payments. We had issues with cash flows. Um, you know we we really were on what do you call it borderline mm -hmm. and. You know, nobody believed in us. Mm. Nobody believed in... People will believe in you, my friend, when mm -hmm. you've got money. Yeah. And when you're a success, people will throw money at you. Mm -hmm. But when you're trying to get on in life, you know, the first people to come to the table to invest in you are what I call true believers. Mm -hmm. And we had some true believers, true investors. Um, Sarah's here. Um, and that uh, she, she might have some biscuits for you. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, oh, lovely! Uh, thank you, thank you, babe. Um, so, 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 so for me, um, the the journey from the beginning mm -hmm. has been through some true believers, and I yep. and and forgive me, everybody, if if you're listening to me, I I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. This is your world, yeah. God bless you. But mm -hmm. um, we have like Quick Move Properties. Mm -hmm. um, they're like the biggest part exchange provider. They invested like a million into us. Very early stages of our mm -hmm. business yeah like you know because they could see it they could mm -hmm. see what we were doing with brand new bungalows uh we had no competition they were all mm -hmm. brand new communities so it's like me and you going in and we could see that there was a, a great business to to be had there because my friend in in this world and and forgive me um but but i want you to understand it is like for me we're, we're not caravan park operators new bungalows uh last year only 900 were sold. Mm -hmm. That will probably shock you. Mm -hmm. You'll probably think, what, 900 bungalows? Like, mm -hmm. are you for real? The demand is about 30,000. Yeah. So what we do is we, we sell park-home bungalows, mm -hmm. brand new park-home modular build. But they're all new, um, you know, virgin sites, like new sites. Yeah. So all of the homes are brand new, new roads, new street lights, new communities, uh, indoor pool, outdoor pool. And... Um, nice. 
it's just something that is new and fresh mm -hmm. and the demand is there and that's how the business grew so fast so there's 900 new builds like, yeah, like brick and mortar ones yeah you got but it. there's a 30,000 demand what are you filling in we, what is we, your we, business we, filling? we are um uh, from this year yeah um we we'll probably hit the milestone of about a thousand well wow. um and we have the ability to feed up to feed the sector mm -hmm. um, for up to five thousand. Wow! Um, Royal Life was a name that was created when we started. Um, people used to say to us, um, "Sounds like a big insurance house." Mm -hmm. And my father used to say, "He said, well, it needs to. It needs to be a big name because we're going to be the biggest bungalow provider in the UK." Forgetting us now, mm -hmm. reversing back from Bob Ball or mm -hmm. my father or any of that, Royal Life is um, is 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 the UK's biggest bungalow provider. That's what mm -hmm. we're proud of. That that's nice. what we are. But please, can I say, like, because other people will listen to this podcast, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, mm -hmm. and so many of my team make that happen. Mm -hmm. And whether the team is funders, business partners, you know, people that you know. Um, pay the bills on a monthly basis without them there is no royal life mm -hmm. but um and, I, and i'm sorry to put that in so early when yeah. you come to see me but it really is it really is and and what we've got is something so special because we don't have any competitors mm -hmm. there's nobody that can replicate what we do nice um and that that's fantastic for us you Amazing. Know? so we've, we've we've created a, a four billion pound business um we're in the process of restructuring this mm -hmm. business at the minute um you know we're we're hopefully um, selling part of this business to mm -hmm. what do you call it bigger bigger corporate bodies yep. to take this business forward for the next decade, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they're some of the biggest funds in the world. Nice. But it gives the business stability, yep. and it's durable through these turbulent times. What we yep. see now, um, and it's the right thing to do. And I, th I think we probably do that by the end of November. Yeah, and. Um, we're excited about it, but it, it should just grow, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but yeah, we, we've created the biggest bungalow provider in the UK. We sit along persimmons and bovisomes. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have a balance sheet, thank God. Um, that's the same size as them, wow. um, which again, we can be proud of it, but it's true. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it, it, it's, you know, I have other friends that can say things can be tested. Mm -hmm. it, it isn't about testing it. it it's just there. It's, yeah. you know, and... We sit alongside of them, but you said about the social media channels. We, people are just not aware of us. Yeah, they, they're just simply not aware of us. Some people don't want to live in a park home because it's modular built, mm -hmm. but American uh, housing, and you know, like modular built housing in the UK, it's starting to you know yeah, get traction. Popular, yeah. Germany, it's mm -hmm. all modular built, but yeah. the thing of it is, for us, once people accept the modular built, accept that their money is safe mm -hmm. in these new homes, and it's a new community. It's a perfect way of life. Mm -hmm. They come in, they sell their house, they buy a new home, yeah. um, and you know they're in a community of like-minded people. Mm -hmm. um, forgive me, my friend. You need to ask me the question because because I'll go on about it forever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening. A, I want to get I, some of the stories. Well, 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 so well, you've well, given I, me so much value and some good points to I, go um, back to. Well, 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 if we're not rehearsing it, and yeah. and, and you'll cut this and, and 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 do it anyway. But my friend, let me let me say this. Right. When we go to every area, so mm -hmm. let's just say we go to Peterborough, where you're yep. from. When we land there, mm -hmm. we put a brand new community in. Yeah. But we don't just do that. So if you imagine people that you know from mm -hmm. where you're from, 
they have a house and it's 400,000. There's a yeah. lot of money, 400,000. I get it, yeah. Whatever price it is. Normally, at a certain age in the United Kingdom, which we should all be proud about being British, mm -hmm. is people in the UK own their own home. They yeah. really do at a certain age. Not In America, they don't. In Germany, they definitely don't. You know, I'm just picking areas in the world here. But what we really do, and, you know, we may not have a lot of money in the bank, but we own our home. A lot of equity get to a, yeah. Up, yeah. But the problem is, is now we have inflation mm. and now we have interest rate rise. And we, it, it's called, um, I call it economic shifts. It's definitely not shifted in the right way for any mm. of us. You, me, any of us. But when we land in that area, you've got a brand new bungalow. But we also, through Quick Move Properties, which is a, a partner of ours, um, we take the house in part exchange. So we'll yep. give you market value for your house. It can be tested. There's no, what do you call it? There's no, there's no fuss in it. It's mm -hmm. just, it's real. Yeah. Um, three people value the house, local estate agents. We pick a middle value. We go back to the customer who wants to buy the new bungalow. And we say, right, you know, your new home is 250. Your house is 400. These are examples. Mm -hmm. We give them 150,000 and they move into their new home if it was 250. That's it. There's no surprises. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no, oh, this is a surprise fee or that. So what you're doing is, you're, you know, royal life, that's where it's fantastic. And, and you know, um, I, th this is a kind of advertisement. This is not about me now. This is me mm -hmm. advertising something that, mm -hmm. you know, royal life does. But you, what you're doing is, you, when we go to Peterborough, we're doing a brand new home, mm -hmm. an equity release. Yeah. There's no competition. Yeah. It's brand new. The home is warranted for 12 years. So people can be more uh, cautious on what they're spending because mm -hmm. they can plan it out. If a home's got a 12-year warranty, they know there's yeah. not going to have any problems. Um, and it really does work. And for me, we're also a bungalow provider. You can't buy an apartment. Mm -hmm. You know Peterborough, and I'm sorry to use an area from where you're from, yeah. but let's just say it was round here. Mm -hmm. You know, where I live, I live between Southampton and Portsmouth. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy uh, an apartment, you can't buy nothing for 250 grand. Yeah. And what I'm offering, or should I say Royal Life is offering um, these days, is they're offering uh, a bungalow, uh, forgive me, but your own driveway, yeah. your own garden, your own shed, um, Makes perfect uh, sense, electric yeah. charging points for electric cars, eco-friendly, Mm -hmm. everything's there you know and as as these new estates is established you know i'm 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 super excited um i'm not super charged on coffee yet so don't worry <laughs> um but i'm super excited because it, it just doesn't have any competition it's like yeah. going to a shop and it's the only thing on the shelf mm -hmm. you know like you're gonna buy it because of what it is and the awareness with you today, I, I like people to get to know me. I, I definitely want more friends. Mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want to upset anybody. But you know, it's nice to talk to you mm -hmm. and explain it. But the business is an amazing thing. Yeah. And that's the reason why we've been so successful is because of what it is. You know, um, you go into. And where does the value come from in your business? I when you quote four billion pound figures, what does it come from? Is it owning the land? It's the, yeah, it's yeah the, is it a multiplier of the rent you get paid on the land? How, it's, a, how, it's a mix of all yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so basically, you know, Royal Life now will be institutionally owned and, uh, you know, move, move forward. Um, for, forgive me, I like to say it in, into the clouds yeah. in a minute. Um, but me personally, I've took it to that standpoint, so it can do that. Nice. 
but how you value it is you have the land and mm -hmm. basically what the land does is like a builder mm -hmm. you have a gdv a gross development value mm -hmm. so that's number one that's the key feature of the value and then you have the reoccurring revenue streams yep. what what you, you're aware of and you kind of add that together and um, we have some sort of different assets but when you wrap it together it's it's mostly the land value and the reoccurring income nice. and we have brand value so mm -hmm. if you said today what's the business worth we, we, we class the brand worth about a billion right. and we class the, the business itself worth about three billion mm -hmm. with all assets, you know. Amazing. Uh, and there's about 100 assets mm -hmm. at the minute. It's all subject and to... And when you say 100 assets, that 100... Locations. Locations, yeah. yeah 100 locations. Incredible. Yeah. And do you fly around on a helicopter going and visit them like Alfie does or...? No, no. I find Alfie <laughs> He's a always lot, traveling I think, from I think place Alfie's to place. A lot, uh, Alfie's a lot braver than me, to okay. be honest. You know, if I get in an helicopter, I might need a resuscitator, to be yeah. honest with you. I've, I've used well. an helicopter couple of three times in my life yeah um but yeah no i don't you know and mm -hmm. it's a great thing yeah you know but um i, I just want to go back yeah. to something bob that you said about um you know after after coming going back into the space there were a couple of people that immediately backed you because they bought into the vision even though there wasn't anything behind it just at that point i was literally having this conversation with my cfo yesterday in a board meeting and we were talking about raising finance and i was talking about what the business has done and how we've scaled it and what they've got to base that on and i said well you know we need to be going out and selling the vision for this. And some people are going to invest based on what they previously can see. And other people are going to invest based on what I tell them this is going to be. So how important as a leader and um, as an entrepreneur, as somebody that's making something from nothing, um, how important is that to get people bought into your vision so they back you? Because I think it said it was quick move that backed you straight away. Is that right? Quick move back to us within a week. Yeah, within a week. Within but a, was it you that sold them that vision? Well, if I'm honest, and, and um, you know, um, I loved the guy. Mm -hmm. But when I went bankrupt, I owed him six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah. So I meet him in uh, Leicestershire. Mm -hmm. um, Northampton, sorry. Northampton. Yeah. At the Hilton. And I can remember I breathed in and out about two or three times. And I said, uh, right, you got to lend me a million. Yeah. <laughs> He said, hang on a minute. He said, I've just lost 700,000. I said, I've got an idea. And he backed me. Yeah. Because it made sense. Mm -hmm. But you know what, my friend, when you're talking about your CFO and your business, I, I'm not a guru. Yeah. But I can tell you one thing. Yeah. Belief is everything. Mm -hmm. But if you make sense, people have to believe in it. Yeah. You know, you, you, did, you, did you know that Uber is not a profit-making business? Absolutely. It's a concept yeah. that works. Like Uber Eats, uh, what do we call it? Deliveroo, all mm -hmm. these things, right? Well, I didn't know all this, mm -hmm. right? I, I've got good accountants now and that, personal friends of mine. And they don't make a profit. These things are not making a profit. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Amazon didn't make a profit for forever. Yeah. And, you know, we, me and you are sat here. So when you're looking at it or I'm looking at it, I love the fact that people believe in things, but they believe in you. Mm -hmm. And it's a concept. So the concept for me is, is where can we get a bungalow? Where can we do downsizing? Remember, the guy at Quick Move mm -hmm. is taking the houses in part exchange. Mm -hmm. So he's completely part of the supply chain. Yep. So if he buys into it, he's mm -hmm. just, he's just uh, what do you call it? Like rounding the circle. Yep. You know? So for me, I, I love that. I yep. love, you know, a guy, Philip Callington, Callington Construction, he's the biggest installer of uh, assets. Like mm -hmm. He does the roads. Yep. 
the concrete, the gardens, you, you know, like all of it. He, he, he puts it all in. He's an amazing guy, but he believed in it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that investment was, say, quarter of a million. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his, his, his shareholder in our business, you know, at one point was worth about 100 million. Nice. So, you know, the, the, the thing of it is, but he believed mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then other people did. Um, you know, we call it uh, mm-hmm. Omar Homes. Yep. Um, State the Albion. You know, mm-hmm. we, we own, um, you know, uh, a manufacturer today called Prestige Homes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry you've got me into it, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to explain. I can remember the guy taking me to court who owned um, Prestige Homes for 70000 Um Because when I lost everything, mm-hmm. you know... Um, How old were you at that point, by the way? um, If I'm right, my friend, I was about uh, 38. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I would want to say, and it's on a podcast, is that when I went bankrupt, I came out of bankruptcy and paid everybody off. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go and be put on, God bless you, your channel. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no regrets. I I Mm -hmm. paid everybody. Yeah. I I came out of it. I paid everybody. But like one of my backers was Omar. I can remember mm-hmm. owing him five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and we completed this deal. My father restructure finance went into business together, and I can remember saying to me, "Dad, I got to pay these people, Dad. I don't. It doesn't matter whether I've gone bankrupt or whatever." And he was a firm believer of that. But we give this guy for like five hundred thousand and paid an old bill. He was mm-hmm. a home manufacturer, you know, yep. like the new homes and that. And all of a sudden, like the, the following week, we've got this new development. It's my friend. It's about four miles away from here. And one day, um, these lorries turn up with like four homes. Mm-hmm. Four homes would be 300,000. This guy puts 20 homes into us. Mm-hmm. Now, they would have owed him, cost him, yeah. one and a half million. And he didn't give them to us, but he trusted us. Yeah. And he said, if you look after me and pay me that money, he said, I'll support you. And I never forgot that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Stately Albion backed us, people we've known for years. Mm-hmm. They were another manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our companies invest in them now, so we sponsor them. Nice. Um, we, we basically have loaned them their business to buy the family out. Yeah. Uh, Prestige, the guy that, um, you know, God bless him today, but the guy that wanted to ruin me, mm-hmm. um, we bought his business for yep. $43 million about two years ago. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've, we've done some special things, but... You know, these people believed in us mm-hmm. along the way, and they helped us get where we are. And without them, we wouldn't be here. Were there many people that you went and saw that didn't believe in you? Were there anybody that said, you know what, no, I don't believe you're going to make it, <laughs> and I'm not interested in what you're saying. You've, you've bust out once, you're going to do it again kind of type thing. Did you have those people that you had to wade through and kind so, of uh, along that journey, you're going to get loads of no's, aren't you? And some people find it really hard to, um, our chairman says, you know, it's about as kissing as many frogs. You know, you've got to kiss the frogs along the way and kind of stay motivated to yeah. go and find the people that will back you because not everybody says yes straight away. So there are many people that said no. Well, yeah, there's different ways of putting that, to mm-hmm. be fair. They, they, they also say you've got to kiss ass when you want to kick it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and forgive me for saying that, but you've been the apprentice, you've done yeah. all that, you've, you've seen Mr. Sugar, so you understand mm-hmm. what, what they, <laughs> the, the vocabulary there. But yeah, I, I, I've, I've had that. Mm-hmm. I've had that lots of times. One day, don't laugh, I, <laughs> I go in to see uh, Blackstone, mm-hmm. their big fund. And uh, I go there, and the man's in front of me, 
and I'm giving him my sales pitch, right? You could have been with me. Doesn't make a difference. And uh, say you're sat up beside of me, and we're sat talking to this man. We're giving him his the sales pitch, mate. He's he's booking up his dinner. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing a reservation. He's booking a flight, and he's like, I don't need to be here. Oh, this is me. I don't need to be here today. Yeah. What are you doing to me, right? <laughs> so the guy is completely not listening to me. And the amusement is, and please, I hope no one judges this. It just just it's funny to me, right? I meet him uh, this year in March, and he encouraged the meeting. It was for a broker, you know, mm-hmm. a broker like a mortgage broker, a broker, yep. whatever, like, but into sort of bigger funding and that. And this guy keeps pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's in a new fund. Mm-hmm. And uh, I won't mention the names. I, I like the man. Um, so I go there, go to this meeting, meet him, and I thought this, this name, this name seems familiar. We go in there, you'd laugh. He said, let me tell you something. He said, I never listened to you the first time. He said, I'm going to listen to you now. <laughs> what do you want? He said, I, he said I, it's one of my biggest regrets. He said, I watched it go boom, 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 boom. He said, no, I think he said, I sat there. I said, yes, mate. I know. I said, you sat there ordering uh, your, your, your dinner, or, uh, booking your flights, and we're sat there like two sausages, right? Yeah. I said, and we just we went, we left there um, a little bit miserable because we didn't do any good. So we've had that. The the first time I borrowed two hundred, the, the company borrowed two hundred million, yeah, uh, and it was in two thousand and eighteen. And the guy, Brandon, just um, keep going. Just take some um, stories and pictures on this as you're going through it, yeah. So the the guy, um, this will make you all laugh. Um, he ain't listening to me, and I I I kind of know that this man has the he has the sign off. So he yeah. he he's the boss. Yeah. So like he he's gonna do it. You know, you, you convince him, mm-hmm. you've got your money. Yeah. So he he goes to leave, and I got a guy that works for me, Jason Williams, lovely guy. He's a he's you know my right hand man. Um, also I got a guy called Mitchell Comer. They've known me for years. We worked together. So I jump up and I get in the lift with him and I stop the lift. Right. The man said, this is very, very peculiar. I don't like this. It doesn't. I said, listen, just shut up and listen. Right. I said, you have got no interest in anything. I said, he said, look, let me just stand back across. Like, seriously, he was intimidated by it. Yeah. Don't be intimidated. <laughs> you are the most ignorant man I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I said, you've not listened to nothing I've done, right? Yeah. This, 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 this. Our markup on costs, yeah. I said, is 60%. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. <laughs> I then turned around and I said, I know this guy. It's yeah. not always what you know, you know. Yeah. You could be the cleverest fella in the world sat on mm-hmm. that sofa, but it's also in this world... It's who you know. Absolutely. The network of people that you know, like your network is your is your net worth or what? Yeah. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I do know it's about the people. So I tell him somebody that he knows. We get out the lift, he rings the guy. The mm-hmm. guy tells him, a guy called Rory Hardick. Mm-hmm. Rory Hardick, brilliant guy, personal friend of me, mine. He backed me in mm-hmm. the beginning. All I could do with that guy today is give him a virtual hug and a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. He's a great man. We spoke to the guy. The guy understood about the 60% markup on costs. Mm-hmm. My friend, in six weeks, we'd borrowed 200 million. Wow. And it's getting in that lift. I, I don't get emotional over it, like, but, but I got in the lift and I wow. got to him. And when you that's say the that, true, yeah. um, That's the true style of an elevator yeah, pitch. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 yeah but an elevator pitch. 
Mm. They weren't listening. And so many people don't listen. Mm -hmm. And you lose so many people. And you know what? The moment mm. I did that deal, everybody wanted to put money into the business. Yeah. You know, the, the funders we've had have had a rocky time through COVID. They've been mm -hmm. all supportive. You know, we can give a shout out to my, my funders, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. like is, is, is Roundshield, mm -hmm. brilliant funder. Um, we have uh, ICG, Sun Communities, American. We have, we have them like about half a billion, you know. Um, we have Avenue Capital Partners, Cross Ocean, um, another, you know, we, we've had about eight lenders mm -hmm. across the board. Um, Octopus, which are the people that do all the energy mm -hmm. um, in the nice. UK. You know, we've got some brilliant funders. We're restructuring at the moment and we're doing a lot of things with uh, big funders, mm -hmm. which are the likes of uh, Oak Tree, mm -hmm. uh, Brookfield, which is near on base of, of about a trillion. Wow. But all of these people have been supportive to mm -hmm. us and they've been part of our journey. With so them going in and like getting 200 million off this guy in the elevator and like when you kind of, you're bouncing back and you've got this idea and you've got this vision and it's now, you know, valued at 4 billion. What is it that you, what, when you kind of, because you said something to me that reminded um, me of a time in my life, which was, you know, I had to, I had a national plumbing and heating business. And when I was 29, I had to sell part of it and liquidate part of it. Yeah. And um, technically lost the business over a couple of weeks and had yeah. to start again. And I didn't technically go bankrupt, didn't declare myself bankrupt, and didn't need to because of the way that I protected myself. But I'd lost my business technically. I didn't come out with the millions I expected to. And you said you got evil with yourself and you got kind of angry and it was that laser focus and determination to get back up and when I lost it um, all and the papers were saying that I'd gone bust Lord Sugar retweeted an article saying on Twitter saying you can't win them all and now this fella thinks he can teach people how to build construction businesses and it was this and I was furious at the time with him yeah. fucking furious but it was the single biggest um, gift he could have given me because I got out of bed because I'd been in bed for about two weeks. I couldn't get up. Yeah, and it's I was... It's, it's depression, man. I was I, like... I, 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 um, I, I it was a single that. gift he gave me because I was like, right, I'm coming back now bigger than ever. Yeah. Um, and I went on to build... I'm working on building this training business. But did you did you get that period where you kind of went into a big slump? Well, I, I want to be completely, mm -hmm. you know, straight. Mm -hmm. Men, mental health, they call it brain health. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah I had it. Yeah, I was, it, it made me, I, I, I lost um, my sense of purpose mm -hmm. and um, it affected me. Yeah. And to be fair, my friend, I was very miserable. Mm -hmm. I didn't get out of bed like you. Yeah. Um, maybe like, what could I say for like a week? Yeah. And then maybe through this three month period, another week and mm -hmm. all that. So I'm, I'm totally aligned. Yeah. Problem is, is that it really got to me. It's, mm. I, and it's, it's disgusting because you know what? It's a gift to wake up in the morning. Yeah. I see that now mm -hmm. and I understand that now. I've recently lost my father. So <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a big, big yeah. loss to me. So I think every day when I wake up, I'm grateful for it. But when I went through that period, I, I did it. And when I said that I, I was angry over it, I was. But what it is, is that I kind of focused on everything and had my head down. Mm. And then it's only when you put your head up that you realize, oh, yeah. How did this happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is, you know... Did my, you go back at it to prove a point? Or did answer, you go... Do you come back to prove a point of what you're capable of? But And, and was there any was there any kind of 
big vision that you were going for? Did you just go so hard that you just ended up building this no, beast? The, the, the vision was 100 million business. Yeah, wow. That was it. So to get 100 million business, yeah. the, the, that was fine. We accepted that. Mm. And then once we, we went for the 100 million business, um, we, we did that. But the guy that was my business partner, um, he would probably never believe this, but he's the biggest, ins one of the biggest inspirations next to my father in my mm. life. You know, we're, I don't, I don't think we, you know, he, he taught me lessons that I'll never forget. Mm. He used to say to me, um, you know, he, he is the biggest lesson of my mm. life. You know, uh, he's a massive business that he has. Um, I won't go into details on your podcast because, you know, sometimes when you haven't got anything good to say, mm -hmm. it's better to say nothing. Yeah. But my lessons in life, like Lord Sugar with you, mm -hmm. this guy was my Lord Sugar. Yeah. And he said things and did things mm -hmm. that, like, three of the biggest lessons in my life are phrases. Like, one of them he used to say, it's the power of money. Yeah. And that's not me. It's not the power of my money. Yeah. It's just when people have got money, mm -hmm. they can dictate things a lot better mm. than you. And, you know, I remember that. He, he he used to say to me, you know, that's great, the idea, but you can't spend it in Tesco's. Mm -hmm. And that's real. You know, like, you, you and you can't spend promises. There's, mm. there's just certain phrases that mm. he, he said, and they've burned in my brain, and they're with me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I will thank him for that on your podcast. Yeah. Um, because it's lessons that I will never forget. And I love that what you told me about Lord Sugar. Mm -hmm. And I don't love the fact that you were in bed miserable mm -hmm. because I've done the same as mm -hmm. you, my brother. But the problem is, is that that's very hard for people on your channel to watch this and understand it unless yeah. they've been there. And it's it's like someone sucks your soul out. And then mm -hmm. I don't know, like Sugar just struck a chord in you. Yeah. And it's like, that's it. There's no money in bed. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and off you go. And that's what it done for me. And yep. um, you get it. You understand it. You and, know? you know, when things aren't going your way, you can either kind of get... I, I always say about rock bottom, you, you, neither, um, you can either... It's okay to go there for a little while, but it's not okay to stay there. It's okay to visit, but mm. at some point you've got to get up. And some people, unfortunately, can't get back up. And um, it consumes them and destroys them. And um, they'll turn to, you know, drugs or alcohol or whatever it may be. And they're just yeah. never able to bounce back. And true, true entrepreneurship is about bouncing back. And I think that, you know, what I've come to learn is what goes up must come down. And when you're up, you're up. And actually, you should acknowledge where you are in the cycle. And when you're down, you just know that it's part of the process and that you're going to come back up again, rather than kind of get too in too stressed or frustrated of, where you are and where you sit is just the cycle of success. Um, and um, that's, that's helped me a lot to kind of understand things a little bit better. And um, yeah, but I, I love the fact that you kind of got angry because I think that's important. If things aren't going your way, it's good to get angry because you need to do something to snap yourself out of it. But how important do you think, you know, it is in business? In America, failure is celebrated. You know, the venture capitalists will say, well, unless you've been bankrupt twice, I'm not going to invest in you because the third time you'll get it right. Um, and I mean, in England, it's, you know, frowned upon. Obviously, when people lose money and stuff, it's not nice. But that is part of the risk of doing business, unfortunately. But, um, you know, do you think that it's part of 
kind of a rite of passage if you're trying to build big wealth that you're going to go bust along the way and that you just have to be prepared for. You can't, you can't always be celebrating of success. You know, you've got to be willing it, it, to... It, 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 to... To be fair, nobody gets up in the morning, you know, with a plan to go bust. Yeah, absolutely. The, the fact of it is, is, you know, a, a good friend of mine is an American, mm -hmm. um, a guy called Gary Schiffman. Mm -hmm. And um, although it's a very, very professional acquaintance, he um, is the head of uh, American REIT. It's mm -hmm. the largest American uh, manufactured housing business. They, they invest in, in our business about $450 million. And he said that things can change in a nanosecond. Mm -hmm. And he is so right. Yeah. So when, when you say about like navigation, mm -hmm. I've just said to you that we're in the middle of restructuring mm -hmm. our business. We're restructuring our business um, because of the economic shift in interest rates, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. your business, any business, like a 5% hike, wh where did that come from? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we can blame it on Putin, we can blame it mm -hmm. on, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, like mm -hmm. uh, Brexit, all these things, yeah. but there's an economic shift. For, for me, you know, it's, it's not that you plan, but you know, when you're entrepreneurial, um, which there's, there's, you know, for me, I have a drive and a vision. You have a drive and a vision. Does that make us entrepreneurial? I suppose it does, mm -hmm. yeah? But the fact of the matter is, is that when you go down a road, it's like having a road map. But that road map, you know, is static. If we want to get where we're going to mm -hmm. go, we, we, you know, we have to follow that map. Mm -hmm. You, you, uh, you know, we're, we're following a diversion at the minute. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, that diversion will take people into bankruptcy, mm -hmm. refinancing, restructuring, yep. you know, and some will win and some will lose. There's a thing, isn't it? The guy, what's his name? Uh, you know, Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. He says that it's not, you know, failure is just, you know, um, a chapter of life. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not mm -hmm. like it's forever. Like you yep. said, if you can come out of it, it's a lesson. It's just sometimes it's such a painful lesson, yeah, you know, yeah. and I feel for so many people that have lost everything because it's, it's took lumps out of us. Mm -hmm. When I was a child, my, my, my father lost a uh, business because of a greedy bank mm -hmm. um, and not having good advisors, not his brain or acumen or understanding his mm -hmm. business. Um, and then it happened to me. These were, these were poor choices of like, uh, I, I chose the wrong partner. Mm -hmm. My father had the wrong funders. Mm -hmm. But like when you say, is it important? I, I don't know, like, I, I think people will always say that you take risks. Yeah. Everything's a certain risk, you know, like yep. your business, like you wanted to do it, you mm -hmm. did it. Yeah. But there has to be some risk. You mm. didn't just go and take the easy road. Yeah. And I don't want people to look at this channel, talk to you and me today, like, or listen to you and me and think I'm judgmental. Mm. I love that people have a normal life yep. and, and, and run forward and, and take care of their family, their responsibilities and they enjoy what they enjoy every day. Your friend, he told me earlier, you know, what do you like to do? And I like, I love a coffee in the morning. But for, for, for us, there's just different people in this world. And our route, you and I, is that you may take more risks, but with risks, there's always gonna be a chance that this could happen. We owe uh, about 1.9 billion, my friend. Nice. We, 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 we do. Mm. And at the minute it's being restructured and we're selling yep. part of the business because of the effect of interest rates. Mm -hmm. We're doing something that stabilizes the communities that we own. Mm -hmm. We're selling part of the business. Was it a choice what I wanted to do? I took it so far, mm -hmm. but I've done it because if you wanted to hold on to this on your own, mm -hmm. yeah, 
it, it, it would be a risk. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it would be entrepreneurial. Yeah. But all I'm saying to you is, is that roadmap with you and me, mm -hmm. just remember there's diversions. Yeah. There'll always be diversions, yeah. right? We can't always, because we don't know what's coming with that diversion. There's one thing you can't control, it's the market, right? No. The market and changes, then the business has got to change. And, yeah, you know. exactly. And those are the things for me that I do believe in, in, in partly what you say. Um, I don't think you can control all of it, but I do think it humbles people, you know, yeah. when they've been busted. No, Absolutely, I, I, no, yeah. Can I say something? And I mean this with respect to everybody who's listening. And, and I, I, like I said, I want to pick up friends. I don't want to pick mm -hmm. up enemies. So just understand this. When you've had a bad time, you, it's changed your life mm -hmm. because all of a sudden you become humble and then you know like when you're on that ladder of success and I've got some fantastic successful people, mm -hmm. Alfie Best, when I met Alfie for the first time, when I spoke to Alfie for the first time and if he's listening, you know, God love Alfie, but humblest guy I ever met. Mm -hmm. Totally didn't expect to meet that man. Didn't expect to talk to him like it. Didn't expect for him to open up like it. Yeah. Can I help you? Mm -hmm. Can I do anything for you? You know, normally it's the other way around with me. Yeah. Right? What can I get from you? But I tell you what, yeah. man's a pure success. Mm -hmm. And I, I want him to go on and go mm -hmm. on. And I, I want him to do everything he wants to do that makes him happy. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I failed, it's just made me embrace like true friends. Mm -hmm. Quick move, Callington's construction, certain family members, because they've been there for me. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget them. Yep. And then like morals. <laughs> Morals come a lot more now mm -hmm. because I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't yeah. want to do anything wrong to anybody. Mm -hmm. But I do believe, you know, that if you've never failed ever, how, how in the world can, can you, I, I think you, you just end up being arrogant, naive. Mm. There's going to be qualities you don't need to take forward for the rest yeah. of your life. And I, I embrace that I failed. I don't like it, mate. Mm. I don't like it. Yeah. And this year has been very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Successful, you could say yes directional how do you navigate a diversion like mm. this year you mm -hmm. know uh you know me and my my missus we've she's lost both of her parents i've lost my father um the business has suffered the five percent interest rate i mm -hmm. inflation has gone through the roof mm. you know what it showed me it showed me that it's a durable fantastic business we're so lucky yeah because you could be kind of lazy with our business because it's something in you know special mm -hmm. but for me, I just, I'm very grateful for it. And I think, I'm sorry to be so broad with all of you here today, but what I'm trying to say is, I think if you fall over, mm -hmm. if, you, if you do it the right way, when you get back up, and you've done it, you're a testament to this, I, I'm not speaking mm -hmm. for you, I'm just saying, mm -hmm. that you become, I think, you become a better person. Yeah. And I think you get to talk to people better and know people. I love success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like a bottle of champagne, I gotta be honest with you. I like to go and have a nice meal. Um, I like to do nice things. I also, you know, but I value everything. Yeah. Everything. And and the people that have put me here mm -hmm. and helped me and done and done stuff. But I do believe without certain failures, mm -hmm. I don't think you'd be who you are. Yeah. I wouldn't be completely who I am. agree. Yeah. And um like Sorry you said to be earlier, so long. No, it's brilliant. It's fantastic stuff and really, really valuable. Because people talk about success all the time. You know, Instagram all it ever shows is, you know, the Instagram flashy lifestyle, but it doesn't show what happens when things go wrong. And I think when I went, you know, when things went wrong for me, I, I searched for failure stories because those failure stories were what actually I saw that people could bounce back because, you know, in that dark time, you don't know what you don't know. So when your first business goes down, especially if you've, 
not I'm not talking a couple of hundred thousand pound a year business, but a multi-million pound yeah. business. You know, you're you're questioning everything. You're questioning yourself, your skills, your ability. You know, are you as good as what you thought you were? Do I know, and what, all I'm, of do these I know types. what I'm doing? Do yeah, I, do, do I, know I know what I'm am, doing? Am I, am I, Is anybody yeah. going to back me again? And all of these yeah. types of things. And so and seeing that people can bounce back and actually it's going through failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm, that's what yeah. success is all about. Says Winston Churchill, I know you like your quotes. Um, is um, is really really that, good. Yeah but, so, look at, yeah, but look at that guy. Yeah, look at Winston Churchill. Look, we won't waste <laughs> your, your channel, and we're not wasting. A, who was ever going to take you through the war? Yeah, the man got on the tube. Yeah, spoke to us, yeah. you and me and everybody else. He said, "What do you want to do? Do you want me to fly the the German flag above Buckingham Palace?" Yeah, he took that. He took it into the Houses of Parliament, and he he, he stroked the vote. They yeah. were on a pivotal point at that point to take us into Italy mm -hmm. and negotiate surrender. Yeah. Right? Those quotes, mate. Mm. They make it. Absolutely. Was he entrepreneurial? I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you what he was, though. He was motivational. Yeah. And I just think that's what you and I need. Mm -hmm. And you know what, my friend? You don't need it today. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you in the next two months, mm -hmm. you need a motivational mm -hmm. little talk. Mm -hmm. Just anybody does we all do because you can you, you know in this world i tell you what i found i found that it's negative people yeah. negative people breed negativity yeah that's the truest thing i've ever seen and just a little bit of what do you call it positivity yeah change your day definitely you know? and i do believe in that but if you you know I've, I've tried to and forgive me i try to help people all the time but i try to Strip out negativity Stay away now. From the negative I have to, people, yeah. because you know you'll 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 do it. Mm -hmm. You'll take yourself down that road, a road you do not want to go down, because if you listen to the wrong people, you will end up in in a bad position. Yeah. And you know it doesn't mean you know anything else, but yeah, Winston Churchill that you said mm -hmm. you get an. It's lovely. It's lovely to meet somebody like that. Mm -hmm. I can remember speaking to Alfie. Thirteen years ago. And me and him had a phone call for two and a half hours. I can remember that because I was at Exeter and I drove back in two and a half hours. And it just, this is critical, he said. This mm -hmm. is crit. And he was so laser focused. Yeah. And you know, when I got off that call, he doesn't even know this. This man does not even know mm -hmm. what I'm telling you. I got off that phone and I thought, you know what? I've got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go to work. I've got to do something yeah. because this man yeah. has got it going on. Yeah. You understand what I mean? And, and, yeah. and it, it wasn't like this man's got it going on. Forces you to level up. Four, mate, honestly, I thought to myself, I'm, I'm a bit yeah. like bit miserable driving back from Cornwall, yeah. right? And by the time I got to the other end, I was like, you know what? I may be doing the right thing here. Mm. <laughs> you know I, I, but in it, it's about, you know, Sorry about the in it. That, that, yeah. that comes from when I lived around Birmingham. <laughs> at the end of the day, and I love Birmingham people. Yeah. I think they're great. Um, but it's so can we talk a little bit about um, debt and good debt? I mean, I follow a guy in America, Grant Cardone. Do you know him? Yep. Yeah, yeah. and um, I followed him for the last 10 years. I, he's like my guy. If I wanted to be like anybody when I went into the personal development world, I was a plumbing business owner at 25. I'd done about half a million a year, and then I came across his content. And I was like, shit, there's a way to sell your business. I was a tradesman running a trades business. I wasn't a business owner. And, a, and I wasn't an out-and-out sales guy. And I came across this guy and I said, 
there's a way to sell. Anyway, I became addicted to his content and I started to transform. And then I went on to build the national sales team. And that's how I started to grow the revenues up. But obviously, a big he's a big sales trainer, which I love. I love sales training and the content around that. But obviously, he's huge in real estate. He talks about getting into debt and he talks about billions of you know, pounds worth of debt that he uses to leverage to build his portfolios. And then he cash flows all of his properties and everything else. And he says, you're never going to get wealthy unless you are raising debt, good debt. And do you buy into that? And, you know, if you haven't got wealth, if you're starting without any wealth, do you believe that, you know, because so many people are afraid of debt, aren't they? They're afraid of, you know, borrowing money. And if you try and do stuff organically in business, you'll waste 20, 30 years before you've even made anything. If you're trying to go off the organic profits, how important is it to access finance and leverage debt, I suppose, is the question, to be able to fuel your vision and turn it into a big business? Well, I think... Um everybody has a different style of business. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, if I phrase it with like Alfie, and mm -hmm. Alfie's a, for, for, forget the, you know, the, the, the standing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, of what may be said, but Alfie's a true billionaire. Mm -hmm. And when I say true billionaire, he really doesn't have a lot of debt, mm. but he's very cleverly, organically growing his business. Yeah. And uh, enhanced planning permissions mm -hmm. and, and things. And, it's kind of, without being silly with you, a semi one-off. I, mm -hmm. I haven't seen many people do that mm -hmm. organically. I've, I've seen it over decades and decades yeah. and decades. And I have a, admiration. For somebody like myself, I, I've had to have debt to be able to scale the business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what we've always tried to do is, is enhance what we call planning permissions so mm -hmm. that the assets, uh, what's the word? sort of suppress the LTV, the loan mm -hmm. to value. So mm -hmm. that like, as we're borrowing a lot of money, we're enhancing the value so that the loan to value is very low. But debt's paramount. Like there's, it's like petrol in a car. Mm -hmm. There's no fuel for the business without debt. Yeah. The problem with it is, is as, as good as it can be. And, you know, with the greatest respect to my fantastic funders who have looked after us, it's been very difficult because like you said, you know, people are frightened of debt. But they should be, yeah. Because you've just had an economic shift. If you know, I could have hedged the borrowings. I know you understand all this, and that means I could have capped the lending rate. But I never knew that interest rates were going to go up five percent. Mm. Yeah. See, like for us, nearly two billion. That's a hundred million. It's two million pounds a week. Mm -hmm. Goes straight on the bottom line that has to be has to be found. Yeah. So we found institutional funders that are putting into the tune and reconstructing to probably, you know, put in a, bit, a billion into our business. So that sells sort of half of the business. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sorry to go into this, but no, I become, more, I, I, so I become uh, a shareholder. Mm -hmm. And the drive and the vision is my team. The mm -hmm. best, they're the best team. And the team will be, you know, owned and sort of uh, taken care of by the institution as well. Right. But what I've done is I've managed to, you know, move through a period of time uh, without debt, we wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. But we've now sold part of the business mm -hmm. as a diversion. It, it was always a plan, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. In the next five years, it was a plan. Yeah. But we've taken it on board now, and we've done it now. And what it's done is it's protected the business. Right. It's sheltered us from interest rates. Mm -hmm. So now the business owns ha uh, owes half of the debt, or, or it will do once the process is complete. Um, and, yeah, you know, it... it 
it stabilizes what we want to do and it was the right thing but please understand without debt mm -hmm. we, we, i don't mean this in a rude way but me and you wouldn't be sat here today yeah absolutely you know um people need to take a chance if they believe in it that's fine but if they're frightened of debt they're frightened of what they're doing mm -hmm. they're frightened of what they're going to invest in what they're mm -hmm. going to buy what they what business they're going to run you can't be too frightened of it you mm. know at the end of the day it's there it's what banks do for a living but you do know, the numbers ever scare you do you ever you know some some women say they're but they're, they're nervous about 10 grand of debt and when you're talking billions or when you get to that level in your opinion does it just become another zero if you haven't got the zero you haven't got the zero whether it's 10 pound 10 grand or 10 billion my 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 uh, my missus says this, mm -hmm. Sarah. Right? Yeah, she's from Norway. Yeah, and you know, uh, Norway, believe it or not, is like I think it's the wealthiest, mm -hmm. one of the wealthiest countries in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're born in Norway, you're automatically worth two hundred and fifty thousand no. pounds. You know, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Right? No, you are because of the sovereign wealth that they've got there. Yeah, but she's always says to me, she says, if it's a tenner. Sorry about a tenner, mm -hmm. ten pounds. Then. Yeah. Okay. You've got ten pounds and you owe four or five. Yeah. There's no different. Yeah. It's just zeros. And the guy who will tell you that mm -hmm. is your friend. Yeah. Because she likes Grant Cardone. Yeah. Yeah. We both do. He's a motivational guy. And I yep. love it that he embraces his family and yep. he talks nice to people. He's, I feel he's a good egg. Mm. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I never met him, but I listened to him. And, you know, you, you said something, but I wanted to tell you. He's going for a bad time right now yeah, because of the interest rate hike, mm -hmm. because he's paying rates of return out to people. Yeah. So even that guy's going through the diversion, mm -hmm. as I call it. Nobody wants the diversion. But yeah, for me, he said it. He said, it, it's as long as it's coming in, it's going out. And mm -hmm. like people say to me, it's all right for you, you know, it's all right for you. And I'll be like, yeah, but remember, it's this big yeah, and that's going out. So it, although it is all right and it looks all right, yep. you know, it's just there's more going out. There may be more coming in, but there's more going out. And I think mm -hmm. it's just, isn't it, like um, if, if it's £10 or a million, yep. there's still, you know, 500000 mm -hmm. going out, yeah? Yeah. Uh, do you see what I mean? Yep. Or, or £10 and £5 going out. It, it's all maths. That's what it is, you know. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, you realise you have enough debt to cover a small country. Yeah. And you do... <laughs> You do sometimes sit there and think to yourself, shit, yeah. you know, um, but it's all, it's all numbers and, and providing mm -hmm. I know the assets are worth the money, Yeah. providing I know that my, my team are paid mm -hmm. and, you know, that we're doing the right job for the residents, I feel okay. But it is a bit surreal sometimes, Yeah. you know, we never, my friend, we never, we never thought we would be this size mm. and, you know, it's like we're taking it now to an institutional level. Do you um, ever get overwhelmed? Do you ever have like a moment of overwhelm? No. No. No, I don't. Just take don't, it on the shoulders. No. My, my father, my, my, my father um, was the person that I was most impressed with. Mm -hmm. Never arrogant. Mm -hmm. Never rude. Um, I, I miss him every day. Mm -hmm. But he, he instilled something in us that we don't get impressed by any of it. Mm -hmm. my, my Mrs. Um, Sarah, you know, she was, she, I think that's one of the points she likes about me, but mm -hmm. you know, we never, right? Oh my God, she <laughs> said, right? No, 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 but we, we've never, we never talk about it. You know, like yeah. I, she, she has a great life, mm -hmm. a network of friends that are unbelievable. Um, 
but like when she talks about the people she knows, mm -hmm. like I'm like, wow, you know that guy, mm -hmm. you know, we, he, she, she knows lots of individuals that are famous, mm -hmm. never talks about it. And like with me, all it is with me is that this is my life. It's what I do. Yeah. I love what I do. I'm Just become accustomed I, to I, I, I'm grateful for it, mm -hmm. but it doesn't impress me. Yeah. It, it, it's my life and I, I love it and I take care of everybody in my life. But the, 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 the man or the woman makes the money. Mm -hmm. The money doesn't make them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to embrace money. Yeah. Um, as it to be, you know, something that is like gold. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. it, and people will say to you, oh, it's easy for you to say that. It's easy for you to say that. If you make money your God, mm -hmm. you'll never have it. Yeah. yeah? And also, you know, w w you've had it, my friend. You've had it, mm -hmm. right? Fine weather friends, mm -hmm. right? You can have it, you know, the, the people do. They, they, they wander off. Yeah. And you realize the circle of people that you have around you. Mm -hmm. So... I suppose what I'm saying to you is, is you know, I value my family, I value my close friends, yeah. but I never get overwhelmed over anything because it, it's like, it, it is important, I don't want to lose it, mm -hmm. I don't want a problem, but you know when you've had bad times like you have and I've mm -hmm. had, you, you just realise that what's important in life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, and, and, and that's it, that's why I don't, I don't mm -hmm. take it to, to art as much mm -hmm. as I used to. Maybe it's because of the pitfalls in life. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's humbled me a you bit. You said, um, you know, your dad's been a, mm. a, a massive inspiration in your life. Yeah. And when you were growing up, did you watch him build businesses? And was he entrepreneurial? And did that kind of make you want to become that person and, and replicate your dad's successes or even try and do more than what your dad had accomplished? Do, do you know, that's a funny thing you say that. I never, ever wanted to do more than what my dad done because mm -hmm. I never thought about it. But you mm -hmm. never restricted your ability. Yeah. You know, I, I left school at 11. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, mathematics, I can write formulas. I was very clever with that. Mm -hmm. English, I, 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 I've struggled with that. I can, yep. I can read, I can write, mm -hmm. I can do. And, you know, um, sometimes without humor, uh, if I'm doing an email that's of some form of importance, mm -hmm. you can take this as humble on your podcast. I have a Norwegian uh, future wife that will check my spelling. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I, I am an humble man when I tell you that. Yeah. Um, but my father, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, he'd, he'd go places, I'm going to do that, mm -hmm. and he'd do it. Yeah. And, and I could never understand, like, how, how are you going to pay for that, Dad? I don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. And he had self-belief, mm. full self-belief. And, you know, the worst days of his life, mm -hmm bad times i didn't feel it yeah i didn't feel it off of him mm -hmm. you, you you know he had such a demeanor you know he came to me a couple of times in his life a bit tearful mm -hmm. you know um help me mm -hmm. i'm his son i helped him yeah but i didn't help him with money i helped him with support yeah and that's a guy and that was because he was having bad was having times bad with his time. business or just in his life or bad times with his business bad yeah. times with his family mm -hmm. And you know what, like, he, he was always a man, mm -hmm. you know, like, I, I, forgive me when I say that, I, I don't care, what, what can I say to you, yeah, you know, sexuality, mm -hmm. yeah, y you can, you can be, uh, I'm sorry on your show, you, you can be any walk of it, you could be homosexual, you could be, you know, uh, you know, heterosexual, I don't care about that, mm -hmm. but you can be a real man, mm -hmm. and my father was a man, mate, yeah. he, was, he was a gentleman, Mm -hmm. He was a man, 
he was just so strong. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was my inspiration. Yep. And he would look at you sometimes and he'd say, hold it together. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, well, what do you mean hold it together? I'm going through the worst time of my life. <laughs> hold it together. Well, nobody wants to see this. Yeah. <laughs> wants to see you crumble. Be a man. And I'd be like, sick of him, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, right. And uh, he, he would do that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if you said to him, and I'm sorry on your show, I'm, I'm, I'm no, uh, good, you know, my, my friend, I, I, I just want to be myself. Like, that I want to build a space show. Yeah, where are you going to find the bits? Yeah. Never, you, you idiot, yeah. you can't do that, right? Dad, I want to go and I want to fly an helicopter. I know Alfie does all them things, right? He makes me laugh. But what I'm saying is, how long will it take you to learn? Yeah. You know, he's not with me now, mm. but I can hear it in him, you know? Nice. Um, I, can, I can remember, you know, all, all, all he would take to people. He was kind. So I'm sorry to be so emotional with it mm -hmm. over him. I've, I've lost him recently. But... He, that's it. Mm -hmm. One of I'm grateful. Listen, not everyone's going to be as fortunate as me. Yeah. Some dear people in this world, they don't have parents. Mm -hmm. They don't have some people that have, you know, took them down the road so far in life. Mm -hmm. You know, my father has has been sort of my wingman for a long time, and you know, we we took the business to such a level, and uh, me and Sarah know this because I always laugh with her over it. It got to a point when I'd ask him for advice. Um, and he'd say, oh, you know what you're doing. <laughs> and I said, yeah. what does that mean? He said, wow. <laughs> wow, he said. You've took it somewhere, my son. Do you yeah. understand what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and he said, you know what you're doing. And I used to laugh, but he'd always say, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, once he said that, I said, what does that actually mean? I had a Sunday lunch with him. The last Sunday lunch mm -hmm. I ever had with him. I said, Dad, what does that mean? He said, I can't, I can't. Not to get emotional, but he said, I can't learn you anymore. Yeah. And I said, well, that's great. Uh, I think I'd give him a kiss on his head. And that was the last time I seen him. Yeah. But. Um, Thank you very much for sharing the moment. Um, I'm eternally grateful for him. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay now. <laughs> I'm yeah. back in the room. Yeah. Forgive me for that moment. No, it's amazing. But it's he, nice he, to see he, how much admiration you have for him. Just a beautiful man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very and much. And that's it. For sharing so, but that's the secret mm -hmm. to success. Yeah. Because if you have somebody that's pushing you like that mm -hmm. and helps you like that, it, it, it's something other people don't have. Were you so, named after your dad? Yep. Yeah. And your son's named after you? Yeah, unfortunately, a little bit like Alfie. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> well, I've yeah. named my son Joseph as well. Have you? I, that's really, really important to me. I'm not named after my dad, but bloodline and legacy. And future generations, um, for me, I believe mine's all starting with me. I'm the first. I'm the first of my name for the rest of my bloodline. Is how I see it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, creating legacy for my boy is what drives me every day. And and I just I love the association of having your son as you know named after you. I just think it's such a strong bond and a powerful bond. Mm -hmm. And I wanna and I want my son to call his son Joseph. And yeah. and I want it passed down for the next thousand years. And I want that's him to a see fantastic. A, that's a fantastic yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no, we they they did that. Yeah, and, um, we bought we yeah. I was I was named after him. Yeah. He was named my father. Yeah, because me granny fancied Robert Taylor, the actor. Yeah. So <laughs> he was called Robert. Yeah. My grandfather was called Jack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, g granny never, um, yeah, that was And a have you got your sons happened. involved in the business? Have my, they gone my, down my, that road or have my, they gone my, their own way? My son, my eldest son is in the business. Yeah. Um, he is, uh, 
a planning guru. Nice. So he finds locations and he changes the planning permissions. He announces the planning permissions. Nice. He works alongside a planning barrister. Yep. And a lawyer. Yep. But he is, uh, he's never given me any issues. Yep. He's a, a good young man. Yep. And he's very thoughtful in the business. Mm -hmm. um, he cares about it. Mm -hmm. And it's in his, I don't like to, how can I say? Yes, it's in his blood, mm -hmm. but he loves it. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's a very intelligent young man. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think he'll go a, a, a long way. He's going forward in a business with me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think in the future he'll branch out on his own. Um, a little bit like what, you know, Alfie, Alfie's boy's done. Mm -hmm. um, but my, my son's just a little bit too young at the minute. Mm -hmm. And I, I just need, a, I don't know, another year, a couple of years. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd love to see him do his own thing. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And then my youngest one, I think he wants to be a footballer. He's, he's eight-year-old at the end of this month. Oh, is he? Oh, and nice. it's all about Jack Grealish. It's yeah. It's all about, um, I can't remember what the other guy is, the Norwegian footballer. Um, I keep telling him that me missus is going to take him to Norway and uh, Ireland, you mm -hmm. know, uh, the guy from Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I nice. Keep, yeah, I, keep, I keep saying that she's going to take him over there to meet him, and he's yeah. like, "Really?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll he's, a num he's a number one guy. Right amazing, now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a baby, isn't he? You know yeah. what, what? What is he like? And and I just think he'd be the best footballer of all time. But yeah. my son thinks he's yeah. amazing. You nice. know, so I have to live up to expectations and find a way of meeting him one yeah. day. Yeah. I've got a bit of a selfish question for you now. This one's for me, really, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. um, and that is. For someone that's aspiring to build a billion dollar empire, for me it means if I don't do it, I will leave this planet in my own eyes a failure. I've made it so, I've, I've cemented it so much in my mind that I have to do it. So what advice could you give me? Um, what advice could you give me to be able to build a billion dollar business? or a billion pound empire? What have I got to do? How, how have I got to think? Who have I got to become? How have I got to act? To start with, thank, thank you for asking me that question <laughs> because that is where it is. That's a statement in itself, mm -hmm. what you're asking me, mm -hmm. yeah? Um, so if I can answer it in a humble fashion, mm -hmm. please. Don't let any, I don't want to be judged by mixed opinions on your show. Mm -hmm. But don't let anyone get in your way. Yep. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. Please, don't do that, right? And if you have this vision and drive inside of you, try to surround yourself with positive people. Mm. Positive people, not always someone who's going to do something for you, but just positive people. Mm. And also, look at your network of people that you have around you and see what they're delivering you. See what they're doing to help you. Because you can take your vision as, you know, and, and move forward. But you're going to need some help to do that. Mm -hmm. And what you need to do is, it's it's not all about, you know, just you. Surround yourself with positive people. Don't let anyone get in your way. But also surround people that are going to help you. Mm -hmm. And cut the cake. Mm -hmm. Give a bit away. Help people. Tell them, if I get this done, I'm going to give you A, B, and C. That could be 30% of your business. Give it to them if they can help you get there. Don't start worrying about 30%. Oh my God, I'm going to give it away. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin my life. I'm, you know, that 30%, they're going to get this. They're going to get that. Don't worry about what they're going to get. 
Let them have it. Mm -hmm. Give them a kiss. Tell them they deserve it. Yep. Cut the cake. That's a Warren Buffett thing. It was 3 a.m. one morning when I had nothing. Bread, nothing. Watching him on the television. If you cut the cake, he said, he said, and you cut enough cake, he said, people won't be hungry. He said, and then they'll come back to the table because they like your cake. Mm -hmm. And then what he was trying to say was, they'll keep working with you. Yeah. Right? So, n number one. I'm just gonna, on, I'm, just uh, yeah. on that, yeah. on the cut the cake piece, it's really funny because this was um, coming up yesterday a lot in my board meeting. And... Um, and I'll come back to it. But do you, when you say cut the cake, are you talking about shares? Or are you talking about profit share? Are you talking about shares of the company I, or profit share or both? Globally, yeah. whatever you want to do in life, yeah. whether it's shares, mm -hmm. whether it's profit, whether <clears throat> it's fees, share the love. Yeah. All right? Because at the end of the day, if these people are going to help you, mm -hmm. right, let them have part of it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they get up in the morning, mm -hmm. they love you, mm -hmm. they hate you, that they're with you, yeah. okay? They're all aligned with what your vision yeah. is. Without my team, there's five miles up the road from mm -hmm. here. I ain't got anything, yeah. right? They get up, they're doing a presentation at the moment to a fund. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, oh, uh, an 800 billion fund. I'm, I'm not there, I'm me, me and you, mm -hmm. we're together today, right? But they're there doing that. All I'm saying is, they will all benefit from that. They yeah. will all, that there's success and stuff. So, you know, you get up in the morning, keep your vision and drive. Mm -hmm. Do not let people get in your way. Listen to people. Mm -hmm. My missus, do you know what? Been with her now solid for two years. Mm -hmm. Do you know what? I'll tell you what she said. If if you don't listen to people, <laughs> how do you intend to ever learn anything? Yeah. You know when you're so driven and focused, mm -hmm. you forget all that. Yeah. So do listen to the right people. Mm-hmm. Take yourself forward, surround yourself with positive people. And just when I said about cutting the cake, say, you know, if we get here, you can have some shares or we get here, I'll give mm -hmm. you a fee or I'll do something. But don't ever be frightened of giving money to people yeah. to help yourself. Don't be greedy, mate, because mm -hmm. if you're greedy, you ain't going to get there. Yeah. And you know what? I, I could have pitfalls. I mm -hmm. could lose it all. I could, you know, I, I could make it again. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But all I'm saying is if you focus on being too greedy or holding on mm -hmm. too tight and not sharing, you, you won't get there, mate. We were talking yesterday about raising finance. And I was saying, I want to build this business. I want it to go fast. I need cash. We need fuel. I want to do these things. I don't want to take ages doing it and do it slowly. And um, our chairman, he's a great guy. And he plays devil's advocate always with me. That's why I hired him. Yeah. And um, he's saying, you know, but you could do it slower. And then you can get 100%, uh, you know, the big piece of, at the minute, it's the big piece of a small pie. He thinks it will be a big piece of a big pie, but I'm saying I'd rather have a small piece of a big pie and and work with great people along the way, bring in the right shareholders, not just people that are going to give me money, because um, you know raising finance, um, I want to I want to partner with the right people and give shares to the right people for either mentorship or um, you know or um, finance or both. But what about an exit? The, yeah, you know, think about that. Yeah, you know your business once it starts having multiples, mm. right? Every mm -hmm. year. You know what? You might bring a partner in mm -hmm. that knows how to float. Yeah, a absolutely. Exit yeah. a business. But with all the greatest respect, I, mm -hmm. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Right. The people that we have now that are mm -hmm. coming into this business, they know exactly what to do. Yeah. They are a Formula One driver mm -hmm. in a Formula One race. 
what I'm saying is, you need that, mate. Yeah. And and but but don't get anyone who's arrogant because mm-hmm. if someone comes in and they're too arrogant, confidence and arrogance is a fine line. Yeah. But with you, if as long as you're steering it, mm-hmm. and as long as you get the right people in, just mm-hmm. make sure they're the right people. But y- you will get your money and you will do it. But don't yeah. lose your drive and your vision. You can feel it. Yeah. Mate. You're sat in the chair and you can feel it coming off of you. You want to get on. Yeah. It. It's no one's above or beneath anybody, mm-hmm. but it's a quality, and yeah. it's lovely to see. And I think you'll do well, and I hope you do. But yeah, just you. You must cut the cake. Takes a bit of time, doesn't it, to kind of re-believe in yourself again? I think as well when you have a, when you have a big loss or a hard loss, it takes that time to ignite that self-belief. And yeah, it's taken me a little bit of time to get back to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a much better mental place than I was. Yeah. Couple of years, feel strong again. Feel yeah. ready to take it on again yeah. and ready to go big, big, big yeah. with it. Yeah, no, um, and, you, and, you, and, you, and you will do, and it's 100% right. But the thing is, at the end of the day, is that it does. But then you're a better person. Mm-hmm. Look, do I know? I don't know. But I'm 90% sure that you're a better person for it. Yeah. I do. And you'll deal with things better. Mm-hmm. And you'll look at things in a different way. Yeah. You'll think, I've done that before. I don't like that. Learn, this, right? learn from the mistakes. And then you'll yeah. take that Lord Sugar and, you know, God love the dear old boy. You, you'll you'll stick, <laughs> stick it to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll be absolutely. honest, and I'm sorry about this because it's not right. I, I shouldn't want to swear, but those are the sort of comments that you're like, "Yeah, fuck him." Do you understand what I mean? And I'm sorry, but that's what it is. That's life, you know. And there's no fuel. Yeah, hundred percent. And he'd sit that man if he ever watched this podcast, and he'd laugh over that, yeah. <laughs> and he'd just think to himself, "Do you know what?" I wonder. I always think. Yeah. I wonder whether he said it on purpose, <laughs> or he just they, said it because they, they, no, they they yeah. say it because they can. But sometimes, yeah. you know, like. You, you, the man will look back at things and think to himself, "Cool, look at that. I yeah. said that, and it motivated him." Yeah. I don't, I don't personally think that man's got any great evil in him. He's just come from a different side of the track. Yeah. Um. And and sometimes, you know, um, it's it's hard, isn't it? But if it's if it's if it's driven you, it's good. Good luck yeah. to you. You know, I've had it with people, honestly. The guy at different times, I probably wanted to kill him. Do you understand what I mean? But at the end of the day, he now fuels me beliefs and mm-hmm. he's, he's he's underpinned a lot of me things I, d- I do in business. So, yeah. you know, you take the knocks, don't you? Mm-hmm. And and try to do something with them, you know? How have you found building teams? Because you say that's, the, you know, a lot of your success comes down to the people that you surround yourself with in your team. How have you found building teams? Did you like, did, have, you, have, you, have you just been able to take it on naturally or you've learned over time because what have you got about five few hundred people 500 people in your businesses across we've the got board? about um collectively for all investments and mm-hmm. businesses about uh 1600 people wow and for me i don't i don't manage that day to day but when we built the teams i'd say to them when we do this deal mm-hmm. it's not all about bonuses but i'd say i'll sorry for these words my friend but it's I'll cut the cake a bit with you. Yeah. And I did. Mm-hmm. And even if they were, you know, my accounts team, who I love, you know, they're all important to me. Instead of them saying, I get this much money every year, there'd be a bonus and a bonus. Because I remember my ex-business partner, when people used to come to him and um, say to him, you know, can we get a raise? He said, no, but i tell you what I will give you. He said, I'll, I'll give you the satisfaction that you have a job in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's boring, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear people, honestly, it used to soul destroy him. I used to watch him. And he's a guy that really, he, he, you know, he employs 2,000 people, but he, he was a morale destroyer. Mm. So what he took from that, sorry to go back, mm. I didn't never want to do that to anybody. Yeah. So when we got together, 
there would be a bonus. There'd be another bonus. There'd, there'd be, we did it well. We did a refinance and a restructure. I mean, I've restructured and refinanced the businesses and then given like each person to, not all of them, mm-hmm. but a bonus. And, and it's not the food chain, but it's like the, 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 the chain of command. Like, mm-hmm. and it would be pro rata. So yep. even the people that are down on the sites, looking after the sites, making them all pretty, you know, locations, you know, like cleaning up, brushing up, maintenance, to people that are in senior management, mm-hmm. that they'd all have a bonus, but regular. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if we hit a target, if we sell homes, they'd have um, they'd, they'd have a, a group email. Thousands of people, this email they go to. Boom, we've sold another own. Boom, we've sold another own. Boom, because they felt they was part of it. Yeah. And all I wanted to do, really, if you're asking the question, is to make them feel part of it. Mm-hmm. There's good and bad people. The only thing that, you know, and, and I'm not a professor at this. Different times I have I have carried the wrong people mm-hmm. in business. But I think you must have a rule of three strikes and you're out. Mm-hmm. So you must have a bit that, can you get that done? It's not done. Can you get that done? It's not done. Can you get that done? It's not done, you're gone. Mm. Because if you carry dead wood, yeah. It'll, it'll take you down. It, yep. It'll finish you. Mm-hmm. It'll finish your business, your dreams, your aspirations. It'll finish it. If you take, carry dead wood, if you employ negative people, right, it will bring you down. Mm-hmm. You need to have somebody like the man who plays devil's advocate with you. Mm-hmm. You have to have it. You have to have someone who says, that'll mess up. That's going to fail. This is going to be a problem. That, 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 sorry for the words, not because it's a woman, but you need a Debbie Dower. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a Debbie Dower. But the issue for me is, is, you know, to create a team, you need to make them part of it mm-hmm. and you need to share the love as you're growing and aspiring and doing yep. stuff and providing, please God, you do that, then they'll be happy mm-hmm. and, and everything will work, you know? That's how to, how to build a team, you mm-hmm. know? That's that's how I believe anyway, you know? Yep. Fantastic. Um, you know, and KPIs, key performance indicators where, you you, mm-hmm. you know, we hit a target, reward, we hit a target, reward. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, but that's still a work in progress with the team. (laughs) And and what's next for you, Bob? What's on the horizons? Where do you want to be in the next 10 years? Have you got an exit in your mind or or a big goal that you're trying to get to? We're in a position now where we want to see Royal Life move on to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, It will... It'll, it will become now a household name. Mm-hmm. It will sit alongside the biggest house builders in the United Kingdom mm-hmm. and it will be institutionally owned. Yeah. And I will step back from it yeah. and be a shareholder, my friend. Yeah. yeah. I still will want to be involved with the quality of assets, mm-hmm. locations that are bought. And obviously, I want to know as a shareholder how the business is performing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I want to focus on my family. Yeah. I'd like some more children, mm-hmm. being honest. Um, a little bit more travel mm-hmm. because it's been a, a, a hell of a journey yeah. um, to, to get where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'd like to do is, if it's the right word, philanthropy mm-hmm. to a degree um, and also focus on charities with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably will move more into investments, mm-hmm. um, passive investments. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do. Focus on our family and focus on our charities. And, and that's that's what we want, you know. Have you got any that, particular charities that you're looking to back, or? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, we do it regular now. We we have um, the Aldridge Foundation, mm-hmm. and they are they back entrepreneurial children, mm-hmm. and um, they what what they do 
is they go into deprived areas. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go into Kensington. You know, you you guys would know this, and you can go to one part of Kensington and it's elite. You can go to the other end of Kensington and it's it's not good. Mm -hmm. You know, the people are struggling there. So like there's schools there, and what what the Aldridge Foundation do is they put little hubs in the school. Nice. And what it does is it takes students and it takes them forward in mm -hmm. and and puts them into a better education, mm -hmm. puts them into colleges, takes them and puts them into like trying to make them entrepreneur. People that don't believe, you know, they go home and God bless mum and dad. It's 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 no one's it's it's no one's fault and it's hard. It's mm -hmm. an hard world, but. What they do is they're focused on their job, their yeah. life, and their surroundings. What what we're trying to do here is to take these kids and say, like my father, I was lucky. I told mm -hmm. you that mm -hmm. you can do it. Yeah. So that's one nice. one charity. One. Heart. My mum died of an heart attack. Mm -hmm. um, mental health. I've had mental health in my family, mm -hmm. and it's important to us. We've had our own spell of mm -hmm. mental health downtime. I'm not mm -hmm. speaking for you, but for me, mm -hmm. it, it affected me. But um, then you've got help the heroes. Don't like. Um, I don't like the fact that these people go out and fight in the war. Mm -hmm. They're brought home. They chuck fifteen grand. They're not mentally prepared to go out there. Yeah, and, and, and it's not right. So mm -hmm. I really I, I struggle with that and cancer. Mm -hmm. The reason why I say that is because those four that I have, I pay religiously every month mm -hmm. money for that and the Aldridge Foundation. That, that's what yep. we do. But I'd just like to do more. So it's, forgive me, homeless, help the heroes, cancer and heart. That's it. And Aldridge is the entrepreneurial bit. So there's like sort of five charities. I'd like to move forward on them. Mm -hmm. I, I'd like to do more. I don't like homelessness. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Look at me. I'm, uh, <laughs> look at my own. Do you know, I'm, I, I'm grateful to have it. But like, if I walk past how big is this house? About about thirty thousand square oh, feet. Wow. Yeah, um, and that. I love it. I'm grateful for it. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for everything we got. I do try to give back to people and help people. Um, but I'm, I am literally grateful for everything. Mm -hmm. But the charity thing, I, I want to do it. I want to yeah. do a lot more, and I want to put the money into the right usages so that it goes into the right hands. Mm. Um, I'd love to see less homelessness. I, I don't like it. I'm not good at walking past people. Yeah. If I see it's genuine, and you know what I mean, mm -hmm. you, you you can go to somebody who's who's trying to cop money, yeah. forgive me, or take money off of you and me. Yeah, and they're not real. Mm. But when you know it's real, they could take everything out of my pocket. Mm. They could have it. I've done it. Mm -hmm. And then the worst in the world, if I've had a drink in a pub yeah. and I walk out, I'd give them everything I got in my yeah. pocket. <laughs> I can't because I ate it. I don't like it. Yeah. And and you know what? The Prince of Wales is the same. Mm. You know, he is the Prince of Wales. Is one of the greatest supporters. For, for homeless people and I, and I love that about him mm -hmm. he's a good guy there you go that's what I want to do amazing yeah. good stuff and um, finally what do you enjoy spending your money on I know you're not about the materialistic stuff now uh, so yeah, much yeah. but what do you enjoy is it cars is it hours well, I love hours, it, holidays to, to, to start with boats yachts I love uh, I love my family mm -hmm. I love cars yeah I was a passion I love motors I've always loved what's motors. your favourite um, I've got a Ferrari SF90 convertible. Yeah. And it's just, it's a beautifully fast car. I love it. It's red, whatever. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it's great. Um, 
G-Wagon. Um, we've got a, you know, a, a Rolls-Royce Cullinan. I love those cars, you know, I, I, I love cars. And anyone that's lent me any money, they mm. haven't lent me money to buy cars. Yeah. But <laughs> what I am saying to you is, is um, everyone knows I love cars. Yeah. I like holidays. Yeah. I love holidays. I love the, the you know, uh, to travel across Europe. Yeah. Um, What's your like, favorite destination? Um, I like uh, the Cote d'Azur. I, I love like from say Monaco to Saint Tropez. Mm -hmm. Not about materialistic. I used to work there when I was fifteen years old. Yeah, you know I used to wait tables. Yeah, and uh, you know and 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 do things there because we used to do a lot of groundwork in um, when I was a young kid mm -hmm. across uh, the Cote d'Azur. Oh, nice. And um, we we do all that and we do well. But the boys, the boys. Um, they would travel home yeah. on a plane from Nice mm -hmm. and they'd come home and you can imagine young boys like me and all, like what you would do is you would spend your money going to a nightclub, yeah. spend your money having a fantastic weekend yeah. and then you were back on Monday to go to work. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I wanted to save some money. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing was getting the train into, uh, I don't know how it happened. I just, I sat there one day and I'm in uh, Monte Carlo mm -hmm. Mon at the public beach. And I'm at this restaurant, and the man said, are you bored? Speak perfect English, he could. And I said to him, I said, um, yeah. I said, uh, you work for me. And he had a place there, and in Cannes, he had his brother had a place. Mm -hmm. And I used to go between there on the weekends. Nice. Look at those lovely locations there, my friend. Yep. And I, you'd wait tables, put the, what, the, the seat cushions out. Yep. But, but without talking to you like an idiot, like I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd make two hundred pound on a on a weekend or three hundred quid. Yeah. Americans would give you tips. British people would give you tips. And I had a beautiful life. But all yeah. I'm saying is I love it down there. Yeah. And I yeah, know yeah. that life. And uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. but it brings back a lot of memories and a lot of places down there from when being a kid. But mm -hmm. you know, I'd love to get. Um, my dream would be to get a home down that part of the world. Mm -hmm. Um. And and to spend a lot more time in France. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I like. So yeah, cars. And uh, that's it, really. You know, I, I, I like cars. I love looking after my family and I like travel. So Nice. Love that. Thank it. you very much. Yeah. And then finally, um, the Millionaire Mastermind, you're speaking at it in October. Yeah. Top of the Gherkin, 360 panoramic room, amazing location. And the whole concept around the Millionaire Mastermind was around helping those people that are building businesses once they start making income mm -hmm. um, is letting them learn from people that know how to take that income and invest it to create wealth. Mm -hmm. Your network is your net worth, learning the secrets of the rich, you know, spending time with the right people. You, you, you know, spend time with five millionaires, you'll become the sixth. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I believe environment's very, very important. People are so stuck in their business in the day to day. They sometimes just don't look up. And they, you know, can stay in their office or stay in their town and, you know, come into London will kind of ignite them and excite them. And, um, you know, I think it's just really important to just get people together. Do you spend time in any type of mastermind or do you do any mentoring? Have you had any mentors over the years that you've invested in or training programs? We, do you know, like, we, we've never really done anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, it's, it's difficult because... When you say things to me like that, mm -hmm. it's about self-belief. Mm -hmm. I believe in myself. Yeah. But like when you say things like that mm -hmm. about, you know, do I have any mentors? Yeah. Um, I forgive me for going back to it. I've got a guy called Rory Hardick. Yeah. Bit of a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, a guy called, uh, you know, uh, Arthur Phillips. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know it. He's a bit of a mentor to yep. me. 
Um, and yeah, you know, it was my father. That yeah. was it. So for me, you know, I, I'd love to be more as, as, uh, inspirational to people yeah. or help people. Of course I would, um, providing they want to listen to what I say. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not arrogant enough to mm. have that kind of belief in my, that's probably yeah. it. That's probably not the right thing to say to yeah. me on this, this, yeah. this thing. But, you know, for me, I'd help anyone. Yeah. But I'm, I'm humble. So, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, I, those There's circles, a lot to learn from you, Bob. I know yeah. that, that's for yeah. sure. And I'm yeah. sure everybody coming is going to really enjoy it and learn, looking it's forward to listening the, to what you're going to say. I'm, I'm interested to meet new people. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe that it's not always what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing. So mm -hmm. when you said about the five mm -hmm. people and then you become the six, yeah, it's a, it's a mindset, isn't it? You know, mm. that's the thing. Um, it'd be lovely to meet new people. Yeah. Um, when when I'm there with you and. Are you a Nigel Farage fan? Um, By any chance? No. Oh, you're not. He's speaking on the same day in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't say that I'm not a fan. I'm just <laughs> I, don't, I don't have awareness. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am very focused on tunnel vision. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, and, that's and cool. And the problem is, is that you know, like when they say you stick to your lane. Yeah. You know, I've learned um, with with Alfie. Yeah. Only following him a little bit more. Yeah. He's diverse. Mm -hmm. and he's broadened his horizon a bit yep. and that's something to follow yeah do, do i do i follow alfie i watch what he does mm -hmm. with, with with keen intent you know yeah. I, I like it but you know when when i've seen someone like him who's totally tunnel visioned and focused mm -hmm. and then broaden his horizons because of the way you know he's moved along you, you have to try to follow suit try mm -hmm. to you know um he's a guy yeah mm -hmm. i i probably find alfie you know yeah I take some motivation from him. Amazing. Um, I, I don't take a lot of motivation from too many people. Yeah. I'm not arrogant by yeah. saying that. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. You know? It. Doesn't yeah. really say too many silly things, that man. Mm -hmm. You know? I hope, uh, yeah, if he gets to see this, then yeah. probably knows I'm a little bit of a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, he's a good guy. He's a good, good. guy. Ain't good. too many good people out there, mate. There really isn't, you know? I find a lot of people are self-centered, mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's what I don't like that. Mm -hmm. On the journey of life, I don't like it. You yeah. know, if I can help you, mm -hmm. if you ring me outside of this, mm -hmm. and I can do anything that will make things better for you, I'll try to. Thank you. But I don't want to ever do anything to hinder anybody. Yeah. And if, if I can meet more people like that in my life, mm -hmm. I would be happy for it. Yeah. Um, being a motivational speaker, being somebody that's going to go out there and tell people stuff. Mm -hmm. I love Grant Cardone. I love what he says. Yeah. But I probably am a little bit more skeptical of being judged by what I say mm -hmm. because I don't like people to think it's easy. You know, if people stood in my shoes just for a while and could see what's mm -hmm. in here, they'd think, oh, that, that, that was a bit different. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. uh, I shouldn't have judged him. You yep. understand? But, you know, if I can overcome that in my life and people will listen, good or bad. Um, I think there's a few things I could probably learn people. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say probably the number one thing is, 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 is just be good to people. Yeah. You know, if you can, that's it, you know, and if you're good to people, normally people, mm -hmm. you know, are good to you, you know, Excellent. but yeah, no, I appreciate you coming. Honestly. Thank yeah. you very much, Bob. Really appreciate you, my man. Thank Excellent. you. Man. Smashed it. Bless you.